0: I'm super excited about the release of the schedule today guys uh, it's it's really daunting uh, the the beginning and the middle are uh, are super difficult but it's what we like to do we put ourselves in a good position. I like where we are with our projected quads ones and quad two it'll be the most mm-hmm. challenging we schedule we've had here in the in our three years and so it should be a um, platform for us to go see what we're made of and and try and keep getting better every day. All
1: right, questions for Coach. Mitch, start us off. Yeah, Coach, uh, what was the, uh, or how many, were there some games maybe that uh, broke off from the schedule that you thought you had that, Ended up not appearing on the schedule, and that's what maybe caused a little bit of a delay in piecing this all together.
0: It's always it's always that way. Uh, you know, everybody is trying to work a bunch of different angles, trying to put it to, put together a schedule. So there were several times where we thought we had something done, and it turned out to not be done. Um, and then there's also a, a waiting game, right? You 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 think you have a great game that's going to come to you, maybe if another game if the opponent you're hoping for if their game falls through and so you kind of hang in there hang in there hang in there as long as you can and at some point you got to move on so it's a lot a lot of different pieces trying to put in place
1: what do you and your staff ask coach robinson this uh, but maybe just if you could add more uh insight into it but like what do you guys do in terms of researching and try to forecast these teams to project them as potential quad ones and quad twos
0: yeah so a good starting place is, is uh, Ken Palm puts out his projections um, and and you know he's been wrong about us the the last two years or you know two previous years uh, you know we've outperformed his expectations but at least at least it gives you a general sense of where you're going and then this year was particularly interesting because you got to look at teams and see um, you know their super senior situation how many guys they were bringing back and uh, you know looking at roster is super important for us um, And so, you kind of just put the pieces together and make your best guesses, right? And so, um, it's it's um, it's it's you're always hoping it works out well. You never know for sure. So much of it depends on the good fortunes of other teams if they play as well as they're expected to and stay healthy. But right now we're we're projected to have ten quad one games, and um, that'll be the most we've been able to play so far. And so we're you know we worked really really hard at that, Um, you know. For example, we're going to play at Missouri State. You know, playing at their place makes it a quad one. Uh, normally, that's probably not a game that you're going to go chase, but we're trying to find any way we can to get the quad one game so that we can, uh, you know, put together a really, really positive resume uh, by the end of the season.
2: Jacob and then Sean. Yeah, Coach. Obviously, the effects of COVID-19 have affected, every- affected everything. How did it play into just putting this schedule together? Because obviously this is a little bit delayed.
0: Yeah, so um, I think that's had a, a, not as much of an impact as last year. We actually finished our schedule like three months earlier than we did last year. We were still working on games in December and January last year, so we're super proud of that. Um, but it hasn't had as much of an impact. It kind of, um, you, know, it, um, you know, there's some conversations you can imagine – Um, you know, like if I'm San Diego State right now, for example, I played at the Marinette Center two years ago in front of a a, a incredible crowd, went home and played in front of nobody. And then I'm coming back to BYU this year, playing in front of an unbelievable crowd. And so from that standpoint, you're like, ah, man, this just isn't working out fair. So some of those conversations come into play with COVID, um, uh, you know, I'm sure there were some places where contracts were, um, you know, abandoned uh, due to COVID, just because games were lost that you couldn't actually recover, so it so it put off uh, continuing series and things like that. But uh, for the most part, aside from things like that, it was it was pretty pretty smooth sailing. I
2: also wanted to ask you about the PK80 uh, matchup you got with Oregon. It's a pretty prestigious, just event to be playing in. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, it's awesome, right? I mean, come on. Anytime you get to be, you know, Nike is has been so good to BYU for so long, and um, so anytime you get to be affiliated with um, an elite uh, Nike event, it's really exciting. Getting to play, uh, you know, obviously a terrific, terrific opponent in Oregon, uh, and getting to do it in Portland in an NBA arena is pretty great. Sean, go
1: ahead.
2: It, yeah coach building off that a little bit you know my eyes definitely were drawn to the start of your guys schedule uh i mean in addition to oregon i think four of your first five are against returning teams from the ncaa tournament and you're going back to back san diego state and then oregon with uh you know jumping all that flight to portland in between what is it about this team and maybe the makeup of this team uh where you guys are are so confident putting together such a tough start to this to this season season like that
0: well, I don't. Well, first of all, I, I do think we have some veteran leaders on this team. I think these guys have a sense of who they are. We got some some holes we got to fill, and some 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 things we got to learn, and some places we really have to come together for sure, right? Um, but essentially, our agenda when we're trying to put together a schedule is not complicated. Uh, you know, we're just trying to find as many of the best games we can possibly get, and so. Would I love to have a a, a, you know, a little break between San Diego State and, and Oregon 100%? Uh, would I love to maybe not start the season with, with four out of five, first three and four out of five uh, returning NCAA teams? Well, I'm not sure that anybody would say that's really smart. Um, you know, we got this middle part. Where we're at Utah, at Utah Valley, at Missouri State, Utah State, and then essentially at Creighton. I mean, come on. I don't know how you're getting a harder five games than that, right? So um, we just kind of start and we're like, okay, let's make this the hardest possible schedule we can. And then when it's done, that is today, then we start full-time prayer and fasting, hoping that we can actually endure it. Mitch and then Jake. Hey
1: coach, you have uh, four Uh, In state games of five, if you include uh, Westminster with the Division Two, um, you're you're going to be going to the Big 12 eventually. Will you always have that desire to play such a a large volume of in state games going forward, do you think?
0: Well, I don't actually have the desire now. In state games are hard. Um, You know, it's, it's, uh, but they're great. Like, in state games are really special. Um, You know, they're good for our guys because they're so tough and they're so competitive. I mean, you know, you take any of those five games, and um, it's just going to be a—it's just going to be a, a fight to the bitter end, right? It just is. There's that's what's special about in-state games. So, we would love to go compete. Um, clearly, our scheduling ability is going to change when we move to the Big Twelve, just because we're going to have so—you know—theoretically, we expect that we're going to have more games on the schedule, uh, just more games scheduled. Right now in the WCC, we only have 16 games in our in our league schedule, so a lot of major leagues have gone up to 20, so there'll be less games that are free for us to go. And the, one, the other thing about the Big 12 is we're probably not going to have to hunt and peck and search and fight so hard to get quad one games. There's going to be an awful lot of quad one games. Maybe every game is going to be a quad one game. And so, uh, you know, we'll probably shift our attention a little bit that way also, but I hope we're always playing in-state games. Um, You know, this game with Utah is special. We should always have it. Uh, You know, Utah State has been a great partner. Weber's been a great partner. Utah Valley is right here. You know, it might not be an every-year deal like it is right now. This will be the second straight year we've played five in-state teams, Um, uh, and it's really good for us. But I I imagine that the quantity will decrease, Um, but it's still going to be an important part of what we do.
2: I kind of had a similar question, Coach, just wondering how you, moving over to the Big 12, what is your philosophy you think going to be with regards, okay, how do we go about setting up the schedule while also balancing the fact that you might be playing in one of the premier basketball conferences?
0: Yeah, I mean, we're not shy to say this is the number one conference in the country. I mean, find me a metric that says anything different, right? and so clearly it's gonna change. Right now, like I said, we're super simple. We're trying to find every single quad one game we can get because we don't have the luxury of being able to position them in the right place or give ourselves a cushion game between each quad one. We just don't have the luxury of doing that. It's so hard. Guys, it is it is, it is super challenging uh, to schedule right now for us. And so um, right now we're just taking any tough game under any circumstances that we can possibly get what that's going to be a big change you know with the big 12 we'll we're going to already have uh you know a whole host of i don't know what it's going to be 12 14 quad one games built into our into our regular season schedule and so we'll be able to kind of be a little bit more meticulous about how we choose things and and you know make more sense of it i think we'll see
2: I just wanted to kind of build off that a little bit in terms of your team building moving towards that obviously you have a couple years now before you ultimately make that transition into the big 12. are you going to go about building your roster any differently maybe going in versus what you've done previously here in Provo
0: yeah I like the direction we're going we're trying to recruit the best players we can we're trying to have a really deep roster we're trying to uh, have a locker room that's really special and so I think those kind of that DNA of what we're doing is is important. I do think there's a chance we have some access um, to some some different players. Um, I think the portal becomes even more interesting than it's been, and it's been super interesting for us. I think our conversations with high school players is a little bit different. Um, And so it's, um, you know, listen, rarely do you go through a recruiting cycle with a player, with a prospect, where there's not some... Conversation about league, and the 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 best league in the country is actually not the answer for some prospects, right? That's not what they want. We're gonna try and find the ones where it is the right answer.
1: Any last questions? All right, Mitch, let's finish with you. Hey, coach, just wanted to you know ask you about your. Personnel a little bit with this, you know, tough non-conference schedule. All these quad one games you guys are going to have. Do you, do you feel like you've got the roster and the the, the depth once again to to navigate this schedule and? Have the success you're looking for to have a path to the, to an large NCAA tournament bid.
0: I think we do. You know, we'll see. I mean, you know, we're all all rolling into the season trying to figure things out. But you know, I look at Alex Barcelo and T. John Lucas, two of the most experienced playmakers in the country. I mean, and that's not an overstatement. That you know, normally I'm ridiculous, but that's actually true. Uh, these guys have, have have proven themselves, and so you feel really good kind of at the head of this deal uh, with playmakers on the floor. They've, they've grown a great relationship where they're playing on the floor together. I feel like the middle of our roster, the size of it with Caleb and Seneca and Gideon and, and uh, you know, I think there's something really interesting there. I think the five slash four were kind of due by committee. Rich Harward is super proven. Uh, Gavin Baxter has proven just, you know, we'll see if he stays healthy. And then we got two young guys in Foose and Atiki, kind of rounding out that five, maybe a little bit of four. And then we got some guys that can really shoot the ball, you know, Trevin Nell was the best shooter in the WCC and Spencer Johnson uh, shot 39% and is an elite level defender and Hunter Erickson, we expect to get things out of him. And so I feel like this, I feel like this roster we're capable. and, you know, we got to, we're going to have to play a little bit different than we did year one and a little bit different than we did year two. Uh, and we're, we're kind of learning that together right now. This, these guys are going to have to bond and make this about uh, this team more than it is about themselves so they can be individually rewarded. But if we do those things, I th- I'm excited about the season, guys. I'm so excited. If for no other reason, then we hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we get you all back in the gym. And that's going to be awesome.
1: And just a quick housekeeping item. Uh, what's the first day of practice? Isn't that coming up in about two weeks?
0: Yeah, so right now, the, the first day of practice is the 28th, Tuesday the 28th. Guys, is that right, Tuesday the 28th? First day of practice is Tuesday the 28th. Uh, but we, So that's the, the first day we can have official practice, but we might front load that on the 27th. We're actually allowed to use our full four hours on the court for that week on the 27th, so we're, 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 we're fine-tuning that. We got one thing we gotta work on on Friday the 24th, but we might start, official practice is definitely the 28th, we might have a full full-time practice the 27th too though.